0: TotalSportCards.com, Canada's number one stop for WWE, AEW, UFC, NHL, NBA, and NFL Hobby Boxes. Total Total Sport Cards always delivers the most sought-after products with the best price points in the market that you can find. Keep your collection up to date with TotalSportCards.com. TotalSportCards.com, proud sponsor of Sunday night's main event.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, SNME Radio proudly presents, it's raining, it's defending, it's undisputed, East Coast podcasting tag team champions of the world, Brad the Dad McKinnon, Greg Father Feltham, the Smack Daddies! and hello special friends i am brad the dad and running shotgun with me as always is my tag partner greg father faltham bless you my son and we are your smack daddies and we are here to talk to you about smackdown that we are i'm way more, I'm way more excited than everybody else today <laughs> <laughs> uh greg how you doing buddy i'm doing all right how's it going Good. Um, I'm normally not this excited, but I am full of sushi. I was going to say piss and vinegar, but today I'm actually full of sushi.
0: Oh, very good. Okay. I'm full of poutine. So, oh,
1: yeah. Uh, so here's the story, folks. My wife's birthday was this week. So Friday we decided we'd go out for supper. She was like, ah, we can just get takeout. I was like, honey, we have two teenage children. It's an all you can eat sushi restaurant. Let's make them pay. So we brought the kids over and I swear to goodness, We had 67 items on the list of items that we ordered and eight.
0: And then the close for business sign went up shortly thereafter.
1: (laughs) I was like that. There's a sign there at the sushi restaurant that says all you can eat lunch ends at 2.15. If you stay there beyond 2.15, if you want to keep eating, we will be charging you the supper price.
0: And is there a big difference between the supper price and the lunch price? Uh, About nine dollars. Oh, okay. All right. I don't know. I don't do sushi. So I'm going to send my wife with you one of these times.
1: Oh, it was a lot of fun. And it's only really fun. All you can eat sushi is really fun when you have people that are there and you got a bunch of people. Because no matter what you order, the worst is going to happen is, like, we ordered some things that were like four, four, a roll cut into four pieces. So it's one each, right? So if it's gross, you're only stomaching one bite. If it's good, you go, hey, round two. That's fair. That's fair. So, folks, we're going to do what we call a pizza pod here. So if you're new to us, thank you for giving us a try. If you're one of our patrons, thank you for being our friends and sticking with us. But as we are on our free preview week, you've probably heard a ton of podcasts. So Greg and I looked at each other tonight and said pizza pod, which means we're going to try and get this done in 30 minutes or less. Anything else new and exciting in your life, Greg? Because that's let's be honest, that's the best part, except as the bloodline turns.
0: Yeah, no, uh, not much yet, Brad. The The great thing with a pizza podcast is uh, if it's uh, over 30 minutes, it's free. And since it's free preview week, well, we don't have to pay anyone.
1: Ha, <laughs> exactly. So why don't we start from the top? And you may know, not know this about us yet, but you will. I really like sound effects, folks. And I think Greg has grown to tolerate them. So let's begin our Smackdown episode with, well, what else, Greg? Recap, Recap number one. one. Yay! And that is recap brought to you by Joe. uh, And where recap is SmackDown, of course. We're going to look back at SmackDown last week, which, by the way, has a bonus recap number two in it, which is really the highlights from the Royal Rumble. And then we see this whole thing with Sammy and Roman. And that leads us to Elimination Chamber. Greg, we're getting Roman and Sammy at the Elimination Chamber. I'm completely shocked.
0: Yeah, didn't see that one coming. Um, Gotta say, uh, as we continue with As Bloodline Turns, I am sad that there wasn't a few extra weeks between Royal Rumble and Elimination Chamber.
1: Well, speaking of which, I've added a new sound effect just for our special friends, because this is As the Bloodline Turns, tonight featuring Paul Heyman. And our scene opens with Paul Heyman standing dramatically inside of the wrestling ring. He doesn't deliver predictions. He delivers spoilers. He was there when they defeated The Undertaker and ended a streak. He knows everything there is to know about an insane competitor, Sami Zayn. And this is not a prediction. It's a spoiler. Sami Zayn is not here tonight. Let's... Get serious. Can anyone see Sami Zayn as the undisputed champion? The gates of the island of Reve- of sorry, the gates of the island of relevancy are under attack. Cody Rhodes on Monday night, Sami Zayn. But these titles are the family crests of the Fatu and the families. We will win at Elimination Chamber. We will win and beat Cody at WrestleMania. And without these titles, there is no bloodline. There is no legacy. There is no Roman reigns while pile, while Paul is preparing himself to say what's next from behind sneaks a man in a hoodie and he removes his hoodie. And it is Sami Zayn. No one is here to protect you this week, Paul. It's been a month ago. If this would have been a month ago, Solo would have hit me with Simone Spike. Jimmy would have hit me with super kicks, and Jay would have been right behind him. But you know what? Roman Reigns' days as champion are numbered. In fact, I can count them. There's only eight days. What will happen next with Jimmy? Will Jay leave as well? Will they turn their back on their abusive cousin? Do you think Solo stays with Roman? Or do you think that I haven't seen it all along? The moment he was on the rise with us, you pulled him in. We're not talking about what comes next. You know, you've been talking about what comes next after Roman's gone. You know what I know, which is the bloodline is falling apart. And tonight, eight days from now, the countdown is on. And then he holds Paul in tight. He says, You don't have to worry about Cody because I'm taking the titles. And this ends the first chapter in As the Bloodline Turns. Excellent. End scene. End scene. <laughs> I think I went crazy at the sound effects tonight, Greg. I'm sorry. That's okay. So what do you think? Was this like... This is like riveting stuff.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, i you reading know, our response to the board. A lot of people didn't like the first part of this promo with, with just Paul Heyman by himself. But I think once you add it as a whole... Um, And and the Sammy uh, inter-involvement here, Um, I think that this turned out to be a pretty good segment.
1: And then we have, in the back, bangers after bangers. The banger bros, which, by the way, are now just called the bangers. Like, that makes it any better. They're getting ready for their match against Hit Row. Coming up next! Oh my god, so speaking
0: of bangers... (laughs) And now that you've said that, did you see the story that came out this week? uh, Brian Danielson told about the first time him and Brie went to have sex. And Seamus interrupted them. Seamus and Ted DiBiase
1: broke into the hotel room. Um, That's definitely the opposite of banger after banger. That's some sort of blocking that's going on right there. It
0: it was indeed. Yeah, Ted, uh, Teddy DiBiase um and and Sheamus, yep, great job. They they ruined that first night of of Daniel Bryan and uh, Brie Bella, and we are all laughing.
1: Yep, well, the Job Squad is in the team, is in the team, is in the ring because Hit Row's already out. You can just hear the tail end of their music, and both Drew and Sheamus get their full theme songs. So it's the Bangers versus Hit Row in match number one of the night. Oh, by the way, this match is brought to you because of WWE.com and they're exclusive where Hit Row blames their elimination from the tag title tournament on the fact that the bangers left and they weren't prepared for the makeshift team of Rick Shea and Braun Strowman. Because that makes sense. Wrestling Uh, logic. Wrestling logic. Here we go, Greg. Sheamus dominates uh, Ashanti. He then throws him to the outside and tries to hit the beat to the ballard. We then get an attack and a save by Top Dollar, but he ends up eating the Beats of the Ballard. Shanti the Adonis eats white noise. Top Dollar tries to make the save. He gets a Claymore kick for his trouble. He never gets tagged in, but he gets hit with a finisher. Oh, and by the way, Adonis ends up getting hit with a bro cook. This is a a squash as a squash mask gets, right? Uh,
0: No, I would say that's match number two. This one was 2 minutes 53 seconds, but this was pretty squashy, yes.
1: It was gross, and here's the here's the thing about it. That was not this was not a bad match. It was well, just exactly what you wanted for hit row. The only question I have is is why were they resigned?
0: Uh, well, it's not for our the reason we want to see it. WWE Hidden Treasures with I, uh, with uh,
1: Mister um, Talk Dollar. Uh, yeah, he's not getting on that show. I don't even are they even making another season of that? Yeah, I
0: think it's got like Lita or something leading it this time. It's gonna be terrible.
1: That's the sound that I would make when I'm trying to watch Lita do a talking segment. Lita versus the mic. That's I'll, my, I'll, my match of the year 2023.
0: Let me uh let me get our crack research team on it. But I think that the answer I last I saw was Lita, but let me let's let me get on it.
1: Okay, so the Viking Raiders come on the screens and they have a promo. They call out Drew and Seamus' name. There's a chill in the air. It's not winter. It's pain and suffering. And next week, it's your destiny. Bangers versus Vikings. Next week on SmackDown. (laughs) Like, oh boy. And then uh, we are clipped to the back and we have the second part of our new special segment as the bloodline turns. (laughs) And this is Jimmy on the phone trying to get a hold of his brother. When we come back, we then have recap number two which is the SummerSlam announcement. Hey, Greg, guess what? SummerSlam is going to Detroit. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody has to go to Detroit.
0: Uh, Sorry sure. for anybody
1: from Detroit. I'm really apologize. Sure, sure. On the plus side, if you're one of our listeners in the Ontario region, it's really not that bad of a commute from what I can from what I was looking up today.
0: No, it's it's really not that too too bad.
1: Okay, so we see again. Uh, Jimmy's trying to call his brother, and I won't play the sound effect again. Uh, oh, carrying crosses in the back in a black and white promo TikTok. He's going after Rey Mysterio. And Scarlet says, "You know what you have to do. You have to take care of Rey Mysterio, make him suffer." I didn't even write this promo out. This is this was not great. Copy and paste, man. I another guy who's like, you feel a little bad for him though. It's like you got brought back and had a push, and now what? Yeah, in a holding pattern. Yeah, and hopefully there's something more for him because I I don't know. He's not my favorite wrestler, but he. They got WWE needs some guys that can fill up their mid card and he's not he's serviceable he's Joe he's our buddy Joe's favorite word serviceable fair and Scarlett's a bonus Uh, speaking of bonuses I am going to call this our dealer pal Matt Edder's match of the night out comes <laughs> Lacey Evans and and this becomes match number two Lacey Evans versus uh Carmella Harris yes Carmen Harris Sorry, Carmen. Carmella would be uh, is it is on the other brand. Carmen Harris, and basically she beats the crap out of her until she puts her in the Cobra Clutch and makes her tap out, and the streak is on. She is two and zero. Oh, Lacey Evans, the heel. Oh, and there was about four jokes about her shoe falling apart and going to a cobbler because that was probably the highlights of this match.
0: Yeah, two minutes seven seconds this match lasted.
1: And this is the squash year of the two squash matches. Yes, I would agree. So that takes us to the back, and of course, Mister Paul Heyman is there for episode three of "As the Bloodline Turns." Jimmy is trying to get a hold of Jay. You know, Paul, I called this, I called his girl, I called his phone. No one's answering.
0: So stop. At this point, okay. this is what I had to look up and see which brother was which, because I didn't know if they were trying not to use the word Trinity or Naomi on WWE TV.
1: I uh, they were. They were definitely trying not to use Trinity or Naomi on TV.
0: Well, they were, but that's that's not his girl.
1: Wait, Jay isn't Jay married to Trinity.
0: No, Jimmy is. He...
1: Wait, it oh Jim. Okay oh okay that makes okay never mind uh we yeah. might be fact checked tomorrow you know i'm pretty sure it's jay because he's jonathan and jonathan's married to trinity
0: so uh, crack research team was on it uh jimmy yeah who is jonathan is married to right. naomi and the other jay one... is married to uh I, I i'm gonna butcher the name to to seeka travis okay
1: yeah, and I think that's been his long term sweetheart, and Naomi. Yes. And Jonathan got together after WWE, yeah. and Jonathan has kids with somebody else. Right. So here's so here's the problem. Paul says, "You know, I, I I need people to be out there." And then he looks at OG. Will you will you go with me? And he says, "Hey Jimmy, you're on your own." And he says, "Don't worry, Paul. He's gonna be here. OG. He's gonna be here. He's gonna have our back." And this ends. Are as the bloodline turns. I'm really. I've been w- looking
0: up these sound effects all week.
1: No, actually, that was why I was late to start recording. It, <laughs> because I was like scrolling through to find something really good. Um, sure. This, uh, these are great, right? Oh yeah. And I don't mean my sound effects. I mean like this, this, these, these little segments start the show. These were better than some of the matches. One hundred percent all right well let's keep this going we got recap number three and that's the progressive match flow showing how natalia got herself into the elimination chamber. yay um do we have no other canadian women on the roster and i know do. the question she
0: we goes, do i was gonna say but she's on a milk curtain right now she's toronto's own aliyah
1: one of the longest tenured employees of WWE that has that only really been on the main roster for like two years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's there 100% for CanCon. We, so Sonya DeVille's in the back complaining, which I knew Greg just was like, yes, more Sonya DeVille. Yes. Nothing
0: I love more in my life than more Sonya DeVille in us. A...
1: So S- Chelsea Green comes in, she complains too, and they end up talking gibberish. Adam Pierce gets mad and he says, what everybody else wants to say, which is quiet. And Greg is the bonus of the night because Sonia and Chelsea are going to make a tag team against Raquel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan. And by the way, Raquel Rodriguez, also known as Selena Latina, a.k.a. the future Mrs. Poppy. That's because our inside joke is that we are trying to hook Boris up with with, uh, Raquel Rodriguez. Uh, Boris, send me a nice headshot. I'll forward it on to her. Yeah.
0: Um, so what are your thoughts of this? I, I'm going to try not to drop, as I, I said to privately earlier, uh, after listening to all the episodes of Chelsea Green's podcast, she often refers to herself when she starts the podcast with some cursing between her two names. So I'm going to try to avoid that since we are on the free feed. Um, but what are your thoughts on the Chelsea Green
1: Karen character? Because I'm loving this. I think she plays it really well and the only thing I'm worried about is that this will not... This will get her foot in the door but eventually we have to see how good a wrestler she is because Chelsea Green is actually a very good wrestler but we don't see it with this character.
0: I would agree. I think that though this character you can set, you know, to lose constantly and it's not going to affect the character. It's probably and, going to enhance the character actually.
1: Right. And then when she... If she ever kind of comes out of it and becomes less whiny or only complains about things that actually should be complained about, like wink, wink, nod to the audience. Then you can start seeing the wrestling prodigy come out. Yeah. Yep. All right. Braun and Ricochet come out and this is going to lead to our championship match and we get the full championship intro. And then all of a sudden, I don't know where there he is. Jay Uso's in the crowd and he's there. And at, just before the announcer was going to say, Jimmy's doing it on his own. We have both Uso brothers in the ring, and we are getting a regular tag team title match. The Usos versus Braun and Ricochet. I, I was going to call them Little Big, but I think that tag team name's already stolen. I believe so, yeah. Okay, so Jimmy and Jay's hug before the match says more than most of, most of the things. We get, an authentic, we get uh, I was going to say authentic. We get a very athletic and enthusiastic back and forth between Jay and Ricochet. Ricochet's flippy stuff. To, like he does so effortlessly is ridiculous. Jay gets caught by Ricochet, and and then eventually he this leads to Braun tagging in and literally uses Ricochet as a weapon and throws him into the corner. The bloodline slide out to the outside and they refocus. Ricochet then hits a standing moonsault in the ring, and and there's a blonde Brian blind tag to. To in the ring, and both the Usos double team us double, smoke, and drop combo. So, like one throws the other one, throws Ricochet up in the air, the other one catches on his shoulders. Ricochet gets taken out a super kick, he's on the outside, and that's our commercial break because Ricochet's basically getting killed. Um, this is where we get Braun coming in off the hot tag after the commercial, and there's a super kick, we get some. We get some hot tag action with Ricochet, who is a lion's charlotte and a shooting star press for two. Jimmy comes in off his hot tag. We then get a power slam from Braun. He carries Ricochet to the middle of the ring, and we get a, uh, an assisted swanton. Jimmy pulls. Jay makes the save, getting, making sure Jimmy doesn't get pinned. Braun's dejected. This eventually leads to Braun trying to hit his, Express run tackle thing where he's running around uh, the Braun Express and he misses and goes flying over the announce table. The Usos take advantage. Yeah, he was he didn't miss. He was tripped. Okay, he was sidestepped. Like it was it was impressive. I don't know why somebody else didn't think about this, but the Usos came up with a counter for this this thing that's basically been a very protective move.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it's like he did like a. Like a drop toe hole type thing to send him
1: over the, the desk is what I saw. And, and big on uh, and big ups to Braun because he went flying over the desk. Like oh yeah, this was this looked awesome. Almost as awesome as his finish where we have Jimmy in the ring. He ends up eating a shooting star press from Ricochet. And as Ricochet pops off the way he always does with the due to the momentum and he lands on his back, the legal Uso, who's Jay, comes flying off top rope, gets a splash. And that's it. The Usos defend their tag titles, and the Usos, everything is right in paradise. Right, Greg? Nope. Maybe so. I don't know. I wonder if these guys are going to end up uh, going to be able to put bury the hatchet.
0: I don't know what you said because I stepped away because I needed another drink.
1: Ha! I said <laughs> uh, all is right in paradise, and this is what I get for not looking at, looking at my camera and not looking at my screen.
0: <laughs> no, I, I tried to warn you I was stepping away because I, I finished my drink and needed a second one. All
1: right, so is is All Right in Paradise, the Go- Usos are back together, right?
0: I don't know. I don't know. So, I don't I, know. I think we need another um, Bloodline Turns here.
1: Oh, wait, first we got to see Rey Mysterio wrestle a microphone and try to explain how he carrying across the disturbed human being, and he's been the underdog his whole career. And now he's going to go on from this fatal four-way to win the Intercontinental Championship. Wink. Yeah. All right. So we are back to the main event of tonight, and we are here for As the Bloodline Turns. Well, this leads us to Jimmy and Jay walking in the back and he and he explains that you're my twin. Jay says, "I've got your back. I've been we've been down since day one. You're my twin. I'm never gonna leave you." And then Jimmy says, "Hey man, it's been hell without you. So are you in or are you out?" And then Jay looks at him and says, "I don't know, man." End scene. But you're
0: forgetting the most important part of all that, which was. Hiding behind the pillar was Paul Heyman.
1: Oh, I didn't even notice Paul Heyman. That makes the end of this show. That makes the end of this show so much better.
0: Yeah, no, Paul E is ha- hanging out behind this pillar and then comes up at the end of this segment and says, you know, what did what did your brother say? And he's like, Oh, he didn't say anything.
1: Ooh. Wow. That was a dramatic scene. If only the next thing was half as good because out comes Natalia. And listen, Canadian icon. She is never going to get the same respect as Trish Stratus. But if you look at the length and breadth of Natalia's career, she's had one hell of a wrestling career. And has stepped out of her, of the shadow of her uncle and her father to earn her place uh, as, you know, Maybe one of the most famous members of the Hart family ever. Yeah.
0: And she's channeling her inner Jack Swagger or Jake Hager here tonight.
1: (laughs) She says that Shayna Baszler took her out and all she could see was red. And long after the blood had dried, she was still seeing red. Shayna took something from me. She took more, more than that. She took a cheap shot at me. And I should know because she's a cheap knockoff of Ronda Rousey. And I took her spot at the Elimination Chamber, where next week in Montreal, Quebec, Canada, I'm going to win the chamber and go on to dramatic point, WrestleMania, as she points at the sign. So Shayna can't. Shayna's mad now. She can't take this. Jana comes out and Natty gets the crowd to start chanting, knock off Ronda. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. These people are very, very cooperative tonight.
0: They, they are, they are very cooperative to whatever Natty and her god awful pink hat wanted.
1: Ode to Jim Neidhart, which is the only way she can get away with that. The truth is, as that, that um Shayna says, I was fighting. I was fighting before Ronda. I was in the ring before Ronda. I signed this company before Ronda. I was winning titles before Ronda even got here. She she says, people think I'm living in Ronda's shadow. And out comes Ronda Rousey. They have a dramatic stare. But really, they're just there. They're going to beat up Natty. Down comes Shawn C. Blackheart for the save. That doesn't turn out well. And everybody gets laid out, and the heels win.
0: So did, was it just me? Because when I heard Shayna going off on how I was here first, and I got titles before Ronda and all that stuff, when Ronda came out, I thought it was going to be her and Baszler going at it.
1: I thought that for ten seconds, and I was like, "Nah, they're gonna they they need a tag match because I don't know, I don't think we're getting Ronda and Becky again this year. Like, what? Why can't these two women have a one on one match?
0: Yeah, it's not going to be Ronda and Becky this year.
1: Well, I got news for you, Greg. We're going back to our favorite part of the show because it's time for as the bloodline turns. <laughs> And we see Jay walking to the parking lot. He runs into Sami Zayn. Sami says, hey, man, I can't imagine what you're going through. I can't imagine the tension that you have. It's okay. I know Roman well, and you know Roman well. I can't can't imagine that Roman's going to forget what you did at the Rumbo. But I appreciate you. And I don't know if I'm going to get a chance to say this again, but I, I respect you. And in eight days, I'm on the verge of something big, something that I know you've wanted to see for a long time. Romans going down. You don't have to go down with him. You don't have to go down with the ship. And that's all I'm saying. I'm not sure we're going to get a t- chance to talk again, but I want you to know that I acknowledge you. And Jay says, you better get going out of here. But before he leaves, Sammy puts out his fists. jay Jay hold on for a second, but he eventually fist pounds. We get them we get them reconnecting. The two guys that couldn't get along are on the same side.
0: Brad is getting way too much joy from this.
1: Well, okay, come on. It's as the bloodline turns like this was this was the best part of tonight. I don't even know what to say. I don't know. This next segment was pretty amazing. Wait, L.A. Knight comes in and just basically says they asked him about this pitch black match. And he just basically goes, nah, I'm not talking about that. That's in the past. And the future is L.A. Knight. And he leaves just like the rest of us. He doesn't want to talk about this pitch black match. I I was so impressed. And meanwhile, we haven't seen Bray Wyatt since. What? Um, is LA Knight coming out of this as a bigger push character than Bray Wyatt?
0: Um, I don't know, but I know LA Knight versus Bray Wyatt was one of the dark matches for tonight's show.
1: Okay. I also know that one of the matches not making anybody's top list, but maybe onto the other lists. And one of the cool things about being uh, part of snme is that we do those year-end award shows i love the worst of of show and i have a funny feeling that pitch black match is making some lists
0: probably
1: um greg this next match could have could be on some sort of list this year we have chelsea green coming out and greg's favorite wrestler Sonia deville They're in the ring with a sort of entrance. Liv and Raquel come out. And this is match number three of the night, a women's tag match. Chelsea Green and Sonia Deville versus Raquel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan. We start off early. Liv's hitting some of her fantastic offense. It's kind of a frenzy offense if you've never seen it before. She ends up uh, dropping Chelsea, or sorry, Deville with a big knee. And then when Liv comes off top rope, it's Deville who counters. Chelsea gets tagged in. She freaks out when she gets a uh, two count, and then she tries again and freaks out some more. Uh, we have Lim Liv trying to get away. There, there's a lot of hair pulling at this point. Eventually, there's a hot tag. Income, oh, sorry. Eventually, there's Chelsea getting knocked off the apron, and she's knocked silly. This leads us to a hot tag, and in comes Selena Latina. She is beating up everybody. Raquel Rodriguez is on fire So what does so the barely on her feet Chelsea Green gets tagged in with a blind tag by her partner she ends up accidentally hitting uh, Sonia off the apron leaving her by herself she gets hit by Chelsea Green gets picked up with a tahana bomb like basically Raquel just walks around the whole ring holding her up with one arm there's a blind tag from Liv tahana bomb Oblivion and then some sort of weird combination move where Liv gets the pin. She gets power bombed onto Chelsea Green. And you said, uh in our we were talking about the write-up that you were working on, Greg. You said Chelsea wasn't hurt. She was holding those ribs something fierce after this match. That was what was in my head was, Oh, please tell me she's not hurt. Oh, please. So, <laughs> So
0: I watched this match with my darling wife next to me, and at the end of this match with Liv draped across Chelsea... Was it Chelsea's body? Who took the pin mm-hmm. of this? Was Chelsea, Chelsea took the, the, the pin? pin? <sighs> so with Liv draped across Chelsea's body, my wife looked at me and said, mm, that's as close as we're getting to watching porn tonight.
1: Oh, dear God. Yeah, it's it was... Yeah, it, not it was, the worst wardrobe it, of the night.
0: It was Chase University bad...
1: Um, was it? Yeah, this. But Chase University is so bad. It's good. This is in the so bad. It's oh my god. These people like lives in the elimination chamber. She's gonna hurt somebody. I listen. I I didn't mind the match.
0: I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is the cornerific acting in it is bad. Is where I was going with it. I I actually enjoyed this match for what it was. 4 minutes 9 seconds. This was unoffensive, but you're right. I'm a little worried about the elimination chamber match and all of the participants, particularly the female one coming out safely.
1: Yeah, it was a so it was what it needed to be, which was the two complaining heels get beat up and the two faces who are ha- put aside their differences and go on. But yeah, Liv every time I see Liv, I just I get worried about her the mistakes that will be made. And will she hurt herself or others? And that's, yeah. Um, I was going to play the recap here, but it, if you haven't seen this yet, go out and seek it. Black History Month feature on Kofi Kingston and how he became the WWE champion. It's it's amazing. Okay, guess what's next, Greg? Charlotte Flair's in the back in an interview with Michael Cole. And they talk about their history between her and Rhea Ripley, how she beat her three years ago after winning the Royal Rumble. She accepted Rhea's challenge won that title then now it's three years later and she was impressed by Rhea but now she keeps saying I put I put her in her place but this time I am actually gonna put her in her place seriously
0: Greg oh I can't wait to for the show to be over and we get to Hulu (laughs)
1: all right I think all we have left now is the main event ish okay what else what else besides the main event Oh, I guess the we have that clip at the end, right? Yes, that's, that's a, hence the ish. Okay, so our main event match for tonight was Madcap Moss, Santos Escobar, Karrion Cross, and Rey Mysterio in a fatal four-way where the winner gets the IC title. I really don't have a lot of highlights for this match. There's some really cool lucha stuff between Rey and Santos. Whenever they're in the ring alone, it's great. We end with double dives to the outside, which takes our commercial break. Back from commercial... We have Santos hitting uh, an Insegurri to the back of, of the head. Ray gets caught by Santos. We have some back and forth. We have Cross getting hit with a 619. But eventually, this leads to Madcap going off the top rope, hitting an elbow on the Ray out of nowhere. And it's Madcap Moss that wins this match.
0: Yeah, I guess Madcap Moss to lose to Gunther next week while he challenges for the Intercontinental title.
1: Yeah, I feel for Madcap because I don't think he's winning. And I guess out of the three guys here, he's the one that can eat the loss. But yeah, I don't know where they're going with Gunther. I am thinking, I'm kind of hoping for Brock Lesnar. But I think we're going to get some sort of combination of Sheamus and Drew. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I think Bobby Lashley is kind of locked into Brock.
1: Well, yeah, and their match may be happy a month early, but I think we might get a funky fill- finish in Montreal.
0: Uh, it's, yeah, I, I was, you know, this week I was Joe old when I realized that Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar are both BL initials.
1: Oh, I never even thought about that either. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, fun, fun thing I did this week was I found out that one of the, ladies at my church her daughter who's one of the kids at my church who i shouldn't say kid because she's graduating high school she is the she won the provincial heavyweight wrestling championship amateur wrestling for her she's the heavyweight for women's wrestling and i was like oh isn't that cute and she found out that i do a wrestling podcast and we were chatting a little bit and i was like we chatted about her daughter and then she's like well my daughter technically won the atlantic championship she only had to beat two girls. So it was only a very small pool. I was like, ha ha ha. Hey, let me show you a picture. I showed Brock Lesnar's daughter. I was like, she also wrestles as a heavyweight amateur wrestler. And I think this poor lady was like, oh, dear God, I don't want her to my daughter to keep wrestling anymore. Oh, dear God, I don't want my daughter to keep wrestling anymore.
0: <laughs> I was expecting that story to divert into you getting a German suplex through the church pew or something.
1: No, I just scared some poor lady because I showed a picture of Brock Lesnar's daughter, who, by the way, wrestles as heavyweight as an amateur wrestler in Saskatchewan. That's hysterical. All right. Last of tonight is As the Bloodline Turns. We have Paul Heyman in the back. And he said he's very proud of Jay and Jimmy. And he says, you know, we you need to take care of things. Your brother came through just like you said he was. But you know what? Next week, I think we've got the Montreal thing sorted. You know what, I need from you? I need you to go home and have a television perspective because there's sometimes that you see things on TV that you don't see at home. And this ends the final chapter in this week's episode of As the Bloodline Turns.
0: And this, of course. I was gonna say, and this, of course, has absolutely nothing to do with one of yours inability to get into Canada for DUI.
1: Oh, yeah, I guess that's actually <laughs> not happening. Oh my. Um yeah, it's and also this whole storyline of the falling apart of the bloodline is a very clever way to prevent they make talk about the fact that the blood most of the bloodline can't come to Canada.
0: Yeah, well, half of it now. I mean one of the brothers can, so I mean wait, one of the Usos and Solo, right? Yeah, Usos and Solo can. One of the Usos, I don't remember which one.
1: Well, that you know what that this all leads us to is the fact that if you're new to us, we do with this thing called the Hulu review. So we often recommend that you listen to us before you watch SmackDown, because then that way you can we can cut down on things, Greg.
0: Yeah, so let's uh, let's rewind this back to the beginning and let's start through. First up, the Paul Heyman and Sami Z- Zane segment. Um, Sorry, think, Joe,
1: we're keeping this. I
0: was going to say, I think we can keep this as it is. Um, maybe you can trim a little bit here or there, but I don't think that there's a lot there that you can cut out.
1: Yeah, I think we'll keep that. And I, do we, like, bother cutting the drew and the banger bros or the former banger bros, the bangers versus hit hit row. Like I think we can keep this too. Yeah. I think this is fine. I think this can stay. Uh, and we'll keep the Viking Raiders. Cause that's a sub a match. I don't know if that's the pay-per-view or another SmackDown down the line.
0: Yeah. I think it's next week on SmackDown.
1: Okay. Is, and then all the stuff with Jimmy trying to call his brother. We'll keep that.
0: Yeah. All the, as the bloodline turns, stays in.
1: Carrying cross. Nope.
0: Nope. Lacey Evan Squash match? Absolutely got to keep this one in for Matt. Matt editor This one's
1: for you, buddy. That one's for you, buddy. So we already said we're keeping the Paul Heyman and Jimmy interaction in the back because that's part of the bloodline. How about Sonya Deville and Chelsea?
0: I mean, you gotta keep the part in the back to make sense of what's gonna happen later. So I'm okay with this reluctantly.
1: And the tag title match. Uh,
0: this can be
1: super stirred. I think so, too. I think the oh, entrance is really important. I think he and then probably the last thirty minutes of the match at the most. Rey Mysterio, so for those who are new, we either keep the match, we cut the match, or we do what we call a superstar special, which is basically we're going to show you the highlights. You, would, if you're, When you were a kid watching superstars of wrestling on Saturday mornings, you'd see kind of the beginning, the entrances, and you'd see the highlights of the match and the ending and how your favorite heel or face survived. Um, Rey Mysterio versus the microphone. Uh, that's going to get cut. As the bloodline turns, we'll see Jimmy and Jay in the back with Paul Heyman s- sneakily watching from there. How about Nat- Natty Nighthart in the ring with the Ronda and Shayna interaction, eventually Shauncey in the beatdown? This gets cut simply because of the hat. Oh, poor Natty. Bloodline turns, Keith stays in. How about LA Knight for about 10, 15 seconds?
0: Unobjectionable. I'll, t- I'll keep it.
1: Chelsea Green and Sonia Deville versus Raquel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan. Uh,
0: I have no problem keeping this in.
1: Okay. Madcap Moss's promo. Uh, I think you can cut this. Okay. Charlotte Flair's promo. Oh, that's going to get cut. The main event match where we have Madcap, Carrion, Escobar, Ray. Who goes on to face Gunther? I mean, by face, I mean get slaughtered. Uh, superstar special, yeah. I Don't think we. I think we need to keep it because we need to know who won the match. But we don't need a, the nitty gritty. Correct. I mean, if you want good lucha wrestling, there's a ton of it out there. And as the bloodline turns ends our episode, and that ends our SmackDown review, Greg. Yeah, and we're like pretty close. If we're
0: we might be a little bit beyond the thirty minutes, but we're pretty close.
1: So. Um, why don't we plug what's coming up here on the network? Because there's a ton of shows coming up.
0: Yeah, let's let's do that. Um, so you have seen, uh, for those of you who are, are kind of just getting in on all this and getting into it a little bit later in the week, thank you. But let's kind of cover what is on the network now with our new shows. So the week typically starts on uh, Monday with BAM, and it's canon podcasts. Those typically drop Monday afternoon, both hosted by Boris. Bam is Boris and Matt. It's canon is a geek podcast, um, all pop culture. Boris, uh, Phil, and Tyler take care of that one for us. Tuesday, Tuesday morning cooked, Joe Aguinaldo, Mike McGuire give you a raw review show. And in the evening on Tuesdays, you get Steve Swift's Steve Rambling AEW Dark Review, which I listened to this week. An entirely different perspective in a, a review show, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed that.
1: Um, I don't know if you got a chance to listen to that one this
0: week, Brad, but...
1: I've been sampling a lot of new podcasts this week. But from there, if I'm not mistaken, we're going to go back to the NXT talk with our buddies Boris and Matt... That is a super fun show that I enjoy every week. Um, And then we get Steve Smith's rambling. So we got the dark review. We get the dark elevation review. So you have pretty much all of AEW covered here on the network now. And that comes to us this week. It came just before the NXT talk or right around the same time. I was, my podcatcher was full and I love like Steve's solo podcast kept like kept me more than amused. It kept me entertained, and uh, Steve, thank you for the for helping me get through my day of chores and yeah. just cracking me up a few times.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Thursday, we have the uh, All, we- All Elite Weekly show with uh, Mouth and Joe uh, giving you a Dynamite review. And then, bi-weekly Tuesdays, we get Steven's Wrestling Journey, um, which was a very interesting show. I'm not sure if you caught it this week, but Steve mm-hmm. is was doing an interview with Sting and who shows up but one of his favorite wrestlers, Darby Allin. So that was really fun to listen to a, a kid's perspective on wrestling uh really enjoyed that show with uh with steven's uh wrestling journey uh that one drops bi-weekly on the network just so happened to hit this week so you got two weeks again till that comes back
1: and setting the standard is another one of our new podcasts which is a look through the indies in ontario we're also going to get dr mouth's ret, uh, lunch party which is our music show here on the network. Uh, We have more than one music show now. Now with the looking back on it, which is a totally in my jams of, of music time, Greg, I am thoroughly entertained by getting some of my favorites music thrown in there. And we have two music podcasts on a wrestling radio network question mark.
0: And we've got the the geek pop culture. We also have comedy podcasts because we've got the Godfathers of Podcasting, uh, a listener discretion show. Donnie De Silva and Chris Tidwell, uh, the original um, you know, OGs, the, the um, I guess, set the standard for the law back in the day. Uh, so great to have those guys on the network. I know their show dropped just before we went to air, so I haven't had a chance to listen to that one yet. But uh, they dropped episode number 125, but their first one on the SNME network. So looking forward to listening to that one. Uh, you've already covered setting the standard. AEWWTF comes once a month and just recaps all of the month's uh, AEW storylines, whether it was online, in um, you know vlogs, or Twitch streams, or Being the Elite. That's all covered on AEWTF.
1: And then, yeah, of hi. course... Saturdays, Yeah, we're back again next week with the Smack Daddies podcast, but we're not alone anymore, Greg. Not only do we have the Rampage Ramble, where you get caught up on the show that airs while we're where we're recording most times. Uh, you get our buddy Boris and Dax, who will be joining him most weeks with sometimes occasional other guests. Uh, we get, we're going to cover MLW now with the MLW Rewind here on Sunday night's main event. I'm actually really looking forward to this. This might be the way I get back into MLW. I've tried MLW a few times. I actually kind of enjoy it, but I apparently need to sleep occasionally because I can't watch everything. And this is exactly the kind of podcast for me.
0: Yeah. And then, of course, that leads us to Sundays, which leads us to the flagship show on the network the Sunday night's main event radio show uh, that drops in your podcatcher typically Sunday afternoon. You can catch it on terrestrial radio on Sunday evenings through TSN and iHeartRadio across the country. Mike McGuire brings you that show uh, every week. And of course, if you are a patron, you get longer episodes with, um, you know, uncut interviews. Um, so it's it's great to get that main show and get it early before everyone else. Dave Meltzer's on that show. So often you get a little bit of extra news in there um so we we always love that but that's what you get with sunday night's main event now um so really appreciate you all for checking us out uh, glad to have so many new listeners here on the network during the patreon uh, free preview week and hopefully we've convinced you to take a moment go to patreon.com/snme radio and sign up again it's a buck a week or so um, to to join in to us and and get these all these shows into your podcast uh, catcher we're just trying to do this to keep the lights on so we hope that you will take a few moments um and uh, sign up and and get these shows from us we hope you're enjoying this content and enjoying this preview week and uh, like i said just really are are excited to be able
1: to bring this to you and if you happen to have enjoyed this whole week and there's a favorite podcast you had this week why don't you just put it on your socials i have one in mind that i'm going to share uh i've had a crazy week at work greg but i think i'm gonna i got my i got one that i'm going to share across my socials tomorrow just to kind of say hey why don't you check out this as part of our free preview week and there is it's a buck a week. And at this point, Greg, I feel like we're putting out about two shows a week. It's pennies on the dollar, folks, for two shows a day. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, I said a week, two shows a yeah. day. Yeah. And yeah. there'll be, and some days you'll find something that's very wrestling oriented. Other days you'll find something that's into the world of pop culture. And folks, we may not even be done yet because I know next week, if you're a patron, you're going to get a bonus show on Saturday night covering Elimination Chamber.
0: That's true. Yeah, never even thought about that. Of course, next Saturday night, we've got the after party for Elimination Chamber in La Belle Provence. So um looking forward to that, of course. Um, yeah, so next week, a big week for us here. Friday night in Montreal, Saturday night in Montreal. And then, of course, they go down the road to Ottawa on Monday for Monday Night Raw.
1: So we'll see you back next week as we have the go-home show for Elimination Chamber. Thank you for listening, and we the ones!